Hi guys, welcome back to TGO Podcast. Um, today I'm very excited about this um, episode. Um, thank you guys for joining me today. I have two lovely ladies joining me today. Uh, the first lady on my left is Catherine. Hi, Ooh. Catherine. <laughs> welcome to TGO Podcast. I am so grateful to be here. Speak a bit louder. like. I know. Do you know what? I have to just talking because we've just been having a whole conversation so i me, think that's what happens yeah i mean a warm-up like warm-up warm-up yeah and and right opposite me we have benice hi benice welcome to teach your podcast thank you pauline it's a great opportunity Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I'm excited to have you guys. Um, cheers. Ooh, cheers. cheers. We have My some. We have some juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have some juice here. Yeah, big up you for doing this because I can't lie. I love podcasts. Lovely. Yeah, That's good. Love, 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 I think love. I think this is where like the whole world, more so people, are moving to yeah. listening to things and learning from each other. So hence why I started this podcast yeah and yeah i mean how is how you guys been doing like the whole pandemic and the whole Girl, lockdown wait you know trying to lose it trying to get <laughs> back to healthy <laughs> i've been good um what's been going on with me i can't lie there's it's, it was very good in the beginning yeah so like beginning march uh, april yeah then it got to mid-april mm. and then it was like okay little things started happening that made me realize I'm struggling a little bit being at home, at home on my own. So it was a gradual process. Why are you Why are you struggling? Why What's happening? Just mainly, just I think lockdown just taught a lot of people different things about mm. themselves. So for me, it was like a personal realization of this. This is pushing me. Yeah. To focus on what I've been ignoring. <laughs> so then you do get some form of inspiration, like from different things. Like, okay, I was meant to do this. Yeah. Last year, mm. or I said I would commit more to I don't know, exercise, or you want to try, you want to travel. Things that you didn't get time to do. Now you have all the time in the world to, to do. If it's work, before it was like, I can't wait to have a week off can't wait to go on holiday you get to work and you complain that you want to go home yeah now you're at home now what? long weekends are here now what? you know so it was it was it was hard sometimes to sit there with yourself and have to face those realities of like yeah dealing with yourself yeah dealing with yourself the way life was prior seemed convenient but actually i realized there's certain things that i needed to change so well, maybe today we'll get to dive into some of that. Uh-huh. Hey, Benice, how have you been getting on? <laughs> <laughs> you seem very quiet there. Well, seem a bit scared. I, I'm, I'm a listener, okay. so she's speaking. I'm listening. Okay. But don't worry, I argue a lot, so eventually we're going to get into that. Yeah. yeah. But well, I'm. I can't really relate mm. because I've been working. I work from home. Mm-hmm. Like while wow, this was happening. What I do work, you do? Um, I work with homeless people. Oh. Um, I'm a support and support worker, but embedded at the council, supporting people that are homeless or at risk of homelessness. Yeah. yeah so <clears throat> my job had to continue. Yeah. I'm a key worker, so I had to keep working. So I've been working from home, 
and just like literally a few weeks ago like i was so overwhelmed with so much work mm-hmm. you know you, you you tend to blur the, the lines between work and home when you're working at yeah. home yeah and the funny thing is some people would be more relaxed because they're at home yeah but for me it kind of made it worse because i'm someone that i like to get things done yeah and because i'm trying to get things done i would forget that oh i'm still 25 18 and then I'm still at my my computer at like seven o'clock, and then oh my god, I'm tired. Mm. And then by ten minute, ten p.m., I'm like, oh god, this, I need to send this email. Then I go and take my laptop and I send that. I feel email. like a lot of people can relate. You know, or I turn on my <laughs> phone, my white phone, and I'm seeing text messages, something dealing with a client. I'm like, oh my god, I can't call this guy at this time. Okay, what do I do? What do I do? And I start setting a plan, and you find yourself not sleeping mm. because you're dealing with certain clients that have certain needs that you need to take care of you know mm. so it kind of just made it hard for me and i became really ill because i was very very stressed has it always been like this before the lockdown or uh, is this before the lockdown yes i used to get stressed but not as bad as this one became because obviously i'm at home everybody's gonna say, oh, you can just lie down and sleep you yeah know? But you, you tend to realize that okay people have got different characters mm. and different ways that deal with stuff and mm. the way i deal with things is if I have something to do, I get it done, and mm. I must get it done, mm. or else I can't rest. See, my head keeps, my brain keeps working, keeps working. I'm sleeping, and I remember something. I turn on my, I just wake up and turn on my phone. Yeah. You know, and you oh know, my god, that's so was, strange. So I was just so stressed, and I, I was like, they're not paying me any extra mm. money to do this. Mm-hmm. You see, and because my referrals come directly to me. So yeah, when do you know? So when do you know to like switch off? Like you know, I've had, I've done enough. I think I need to switch off now. It's my time. You? I'm still learning because if I didn't have to go through this like stress, this stress that my GP understanding mm. of work, if I didn't have to go through mm. that, I would not have like you know I, I would literally just sit down and break into tears. Yeah, that was what stress. Do you know what? I did go through something similar. Like I think just the end of Feb, but that was bef- literally before lockdown, and I was just mm. I was like I need a break. Like I just can't yeah. be looking at the laptop. I just need a break. Yeah, I feel like I'm breaking down. So. Well, like there i can totally relate so yeah, i'm yeah. sure a lot of people especially what you said Catherine. like yeah. you're dealing like you everything is just facing you now there's no mm. escape like you're yeah, free you're, you're at home with COVID as well. it's not yeah. like it's not like there's one person dealing with it then you're yeah. not dealing with it mm. the fact i'm a key worker doesn't keep me doesn't make me exempt from covid mm. and doesn't mean that there's nobody around me that's dealing with covid mm. you know, everyone so is I lost people to covid myself and oh. dealing with that loss some people are losing staff, people are losing their jobs. When you're dealing with all of those things at the same time, yeah. Yeah. and also working, you're, you have the emotions like on a high mm. because there's all of this lockdown, this pandemic going on. There are people that are not working and you're feeling for them. And then there's your job. And then you have clients that are just going to keep telling you what, what, what problems they have, telling you about their problems. You know yeah. how hard it is to listen to people's problems. Mm-hmm. Uh. When you have to deal with people's problems, there's so much of it. and. I think you know, it's like a, like really like an unload, you're you loading guess, so much. That was it. And you know, at that period I was having, because obviously my referrals come directly to me. Yeah. Normally my team, we have a manager, he receives the referrals and then those go to the team. Yeah. But my own referral comes directly to me. Mm. So I could get like seven clients and my team gets maybe, each of them gets one. Mm. one everybody in my team get one and I get like seven. It's not the same all the time, but it could be. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was to receive that much referrals at a time, it means I have to deal with all of those people, assessments, mm. you know, everything. And so. and I, I I hear you on that because it's not that you don't care about mm. the problems at work or other people's problems. Yeah. Yeah. Or the fact that there is a global pandemic. It's just that your um, there's this triangle that I always refer to. Like recently, it's called the um, Maslow's 
hierarchy yeah. of needs. Yeah. Where you study that your in business. physiological needs are at the bottom, like food, water, yeah. air, mm. that type of thing. Yeah. So but it's other things. You have to make money in order to survive in this mm. country, like unless you're growing your own stuff in the background. Even then, you've got to go buy the seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you need money in some way, shape, or form to look after you yeah. before looking after anyone else. So it's not that like you don't care. It's just that when you are thriving as an individual as a whole then yeah. you can care about other people yeah and you can take it on when it gets blended and mixed in that's when you you start to fluctuate and that's you it. start feeling overwhelmed so i definitely agree with that because most people probably hit that point of you know either somebody died yeah the pandemic either somebody was in hospital or you heard of when you're going on social media you scroll through instagram or r.i.p to you know so you see it and subconsciously your brain's processing it so then you become affected by it but yeah. you're just on the laptop i know <laughs> you're on the laptop and then you're, you're you're not aware that your brain is doing processing all these information so then yeah. something mm-hmm. at work happens and boom it just goes it's yeah. like i'm stressed i need a break I'm mm. gonna crash because I'm burning out here. Yeah, you know, you run out of supply. I think it takes there. one little tiny thing then just knocks you over. Mm-hmm. And you're but like, that's life. Life, life comes with its storms, like ups and downs. Yeah. And then, whew, if you're not careful, you get swung with it. So that yeah. happened to me. That happened to me. I was, I thought, yeah, I'm doing so well. Everybody's on house party. Yeah. Ha ha, kiki, ha ha. Yeah. And it was amazing because obviously you get to socialize because you're not around your people. But then, not knowing the balance, not knowing how to manage time, mm. getting too relaxed, getting too spontaneous. Like I was saying to Pauline earlier, that I put as an extra quarantine weight <laughs> because I would wake up and I'd be like, mm, today I want barbecue chicken. Mm, today I want, you know, like cheesecake. Mm, today I want whatever, you know, yeah. different foods as an example. But it was all spontaneous. And I just left the discipline to the side because I was like, the whole world is is going through the same right now. The yeah. whole world, do you know what? Like, it, it, I think that was more of a comfort mm-hmm. as well. Like you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm not the only one sitting at home doing nothing, so there's yeah. no point working out. Oh, I'm yeah. not the I only one. Embrace my laziness. Yeah, because I know there's a hundred million people out there doing it. No, true. No, my one for me, I was, yeah. I was, I was just saying that life is so short. Like I was just to say that. Um, you know when people do this weight loss thing or they, they say don't eat that and I'm, I'm like oh god I wish I could do it but more than being lazy to do it like I hate workout I don't like to I hate it it's too tiring <laughs> and I've got asthma so yeah. which makes it even harder for me yeah. so dealing with all of that I don't want to deal with it but then now that on one side and then there's another bit where you think oh gosh why do I want to put myself through this stress when life yeah. is so short how about I just eat what I want, drink mm. what I want, wear what I want, and do what I want? And yeah. you know, I'm gonna die anyway. It might be next week. <laughs> you know? So Don't say truth. that. No, that's no, just what those it is. are the thoughts. I know. Truth. Those are the thoughts that go flying. Yeah. Like, so for true, you know. I'm gonna die anyway. It could be next week. It could be ten years time. It could be a new year. Yeah, but like if it's thoughts that went through my head. Especially even when it came down to like my spiritual life, the excuses I was making for, mm. for why I'm not waking up and praying, why I'm not waking up and do you know what I mean? Like certain things that I would do that I know are good for me, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't do it. But the things that were flying through my head, like she said, it's just you think, well, what's the, what's point, the point anyway? Yeah, yeah. but everything There's a bloody pandemic outside. Yeah, but everything that's good for you is hard. For but this you this is quite interesting. Doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But when you get into a cycle of like 
I know it's not good for me, yeah, but I'm just gonna try. And then you do it small by small, you get somewhere. It's just the thought of knowing that you sit there and you try and plan it from like a bird's eye view. Yeah. And you, then you try and you try and work out the end before even starting the process. Yeah. <laughs> so you give up and you're like, mm, tomorrow, ah, next week. Alright, when whenever when outside opens. Do you guys <laughs> do you guys dwell on those thoughts like um like you know might yes that's just like what? like I'm gonna die yeah no of course not oh, oh no, 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 no 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 of course not no, that's, that's, no, no. listen we're all gonna the truth is that we're all heading to the same place guys that's you need true. to tell me like I, I'm I, here stressing I think Willie just went as soon as she I was like suicidal like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? what no 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 I'm not suicidal or anything <laughs> no it's just it's just everybody just you know when we look at life yeah people just think of oh I wanna I wanna get this bag yeah. I want to buy this. I want the biggest car. I want the biggest house. Yeah. And when you think about it, you look at it properly. You're gonna leave these things on go anyway. Exactly. You ain't guys. Why are you going mad for these things? Yeah. You know, you can just leave them alone. No, just yeah. you can go after some of them, but don't make it your life aim. Yeah. Like literally, leave for there's people. Leave yeah. And you know, relationships. Be a part of things like have yeah. experiences, okay. moments like these things are what would when you're lying on your bed, on your sick bed, or your dying bed. You, you think, about, yeah. oh god, oh, you smile. People will be asking, what? Like I used to work in palliative care. Mm. So what I used to is what is the end of life for people, okay. that, people that are dying? Okay. So I support. Yeah. Oh wow. So I used to work in that, and I used to see a lot of people. Some of them would just be so peaceful and just smiling all through it, and you'd be like, this person's put me in a lot of pain. Mm. What's happening? And it's just like. I've had fun. <laughs> and it's not all about. I think most of the time they just remember the things that they experienced. Yeah, and like see, relationships maybe, or exactly. memories or happy If time. he was a man and maybe you saw his wife come into the room, the smile on his face, you can tell that mm. he remembered something that they did together. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. so that's not a very... work deadline. No, okay, I'm so proud that I met this work <laughs> deadline. Do you get yeah. thinking about? <laughs> about the things all right, that they did I get it. Uh-huh. Now so I get happy. it. I woke up every morning yes. at five and it was. And I bought the biggest you, car. You never no. think of that, like the it's stuff the that, that we do with yeah. people. And you know that's it's funny because when we're when we're young, we just think about oh I want to be the, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a lawyer and stuff. Mm. And then when you grow up, you realize that you start aiming for a relationship. Have you realized that? Mm-hmm. When you know you 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 yeah. I think you identify name. what you what is suitable. A partner will be for you. you. But when we were kids, we kept saying, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. I want to be this. I want to be. Nobody ever said I wanted to be a housewife. No. I can't lie. I grew up on Disney, so I think subconsciously. So you wanted to be a housewife? No, not necessarily a housewife, but I grew up with the fairy tale ideology like, yeah yeah we all did watch yeah. disney now cinderella and yes girl we all did Bella, look, we all did i actually Ooh. never f- felt for that um disney I, stuff. I, 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 Bella, I loved all of cinderella. that oh my god no, i loved all of that but i never had my <laughs> yeah but i never had my head on being somebody's Possession. Yeah. Possession. It did. It did. It, it, it did it come was, across it like that. Come, yeah. It yeah. Passed, but you never. I never wanted that. I always wanted to be like this powerful person in the in the, in the society. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. that says court. You know. <laughs> I wanted to be a lawyer so bad that every time I saw someone, I saw a, a, a movie powerful had, figures. You know. I'd be like, yes, that's me. Mm. And so, and then I get to 18, 16, 17 mm. and then you start realizing, oh, I want a relationship. I, I think it also. It's also to do with like, because when you're young, you don't really have any emotions in terms, and then when you become a teenager, your hormones, you start looking at boys differently. 
Are you sure? Yes, you start looking so at boys differently. Was, listen, I mean, I'm even like when you're a tomboy, ten, don't. I had a boy that I liked, yo. Listen, I was nine or ten. I had this boy. Yeah. But boy, it's not yeah. the same when you turned, say, fourteen yeah. or fifteen. Yeah. It's not. It's the same for me because obviously, when I was younger, like up until like I was fifteen, sixteen, mm. I always used to say I didn't want to have sex until I got married. Do you get? Mm. So my relationship idea was just to get married. Mm. From like nine or ten, mm. like there was this guy. I married him so many times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in man. your head. You no, no, no. We actually <laughs> had so many. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're kids. No, we were kids. You already called yourself Mrs. His last yes, name. Yes, I wanted it called. I was a boy for the longest. Yeah, and I had this friend. Yeah, that used to say, "Oh, no, 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 no. He doesn't see." I was like, "No, no, no, guys, leave mm-hmm. this thing. I must marry this boy in this lifetime." Then, girl. Mm-hmm. My guy's got a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the last, last time I met him, I was like, oh, yes, pretty husband. Because I was single at the time, you know. Mm. I was like, oh, yes, finally we get to meet when we're grown up. Let's see how he goes. Mm. Sister, mm-hmm. he's married. He's not, he's kind of married. Like, in a religion, well, religion. Yeah, they have kids. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's not going to happen. And that's the thing. Most of the backgrounds, like, I grew up in a sheltered background, so there was no conversation about Marriage, men, relationships. I don't know about you, but I, I think, and she didn't even speak of it as in. Like, I can totally relate yeah, to that. No, no man was growing up in the house, and so for me, it wasn't like off the forefront of my mind. So, sorry, on my mind. So I agree. Um, when you know, when you say that it was something you all of a sudden come to a realization of because you realize the human need. Yeah. Like you need a companion or you now start, yeah. you know, mm. you start, oh, boys might start to give you attention in one way, shape or form. Or you might have crushes. Like, mm. I used to write on my planner, I love so-and-so. Oh, yes. in primary school, that's where Boya was. Yeah. Oh my god, in, in, I'm done with but these two. Only, only when I came to this country, growing yeah. up in Uganda, boys went, You don't grow with that. Nah, private, mm. I went to a private school in Uganda. I didn't, I had Nigeria. long hair till I reached primary school. They had to chop off my hair, so you ain't thinking about running around and chasing boys and doing kiss chase. No, mm. I'm thinking of work, 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 study. study you have to be study, that study. lawyer, you have yes, to be that doctor. That was me too, but yes, I did like the boy. <laughs> you know, I, I did, one I did, boy, I did like, I'm telling you, I like that boy for did so you many up, years. Did you up here Nigeria. Nigeria, I went to school in Nigeria. Listen, yeah. It was more like I think because I, I used to go to a lot of weddings growing mm. up, I was a I was a little bright for so many. T- I like babe, I got tired. I feel like you guys buy in, when I say you guys quite generalizing, but like the Nigerian culture or something, even African culture. It's like you attend a wedding, especially like um the traditional mm. wedding. Yeah. You see how exciting it is. You, you want that you for want yourself it so much. That's yeah. that's what happened. Not knowing that that stuff takes so much work. That's mm. it. Because when I was a kid, yeah, I was a bridesmaid, like a little bride, so many times. Girl, my so, mom made me a oh lot of people's bridesmaids too. People I didn't even <laughs> I know. I don't know if I got paid for it, but you know. No, no, nobody paid me for that. I was, you know, that child is. Oh, she's so cute. Come yeah, come on, oh, little bride from me. Yeah, I was, I was rebellious by nature. So certain people, I can't remember which wedding they said that. Um, I got over the church part, and then I just didn't want to do it no more. And they put all red lipstick on me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no, no, red lipstick. And I actually visually remember. Did they even do your hair?
and Whoa. they literally I feel like that's years ago there's kids <laughs> older now born that year this pretty little dress i felt so cute but let me tell you something i was a child so i could only just about do the petals throw them on the floor get to the church part after the church part i just wanted to I didn't want to spoil my dress. I didn't want to stay in there. I feel like she was really bought into the princess I stuff. I was a princess listen, yeah. That's my hair's there. And then there's, there's always this cute little boy that walks with me. Mm. There's always this boy that we always learn lines that come and make us some, some Bible passage thing. Mm. Love is kind, love is this, love is that. Come and talk about Did you say that out loud in yes, the wedding? Yes. You had to do it. Wow. You had to do it. It was part of the whole thing in the reception you come out and make sorry a how old were you when this was happening Nine. i was a kid yeah believe me I was, I was a kid i think i was yeah. younger okay I like think I was around that age yeah please. so say like fast forward to now you're an adult okay yeah. you've experienced being a, your fairy tale walking down the aisle oh, experienced that and then now you've gotten into a relationship and then relationship yeah sorry <laughs> i'm, I'm no. let, let me let me start again and then you find yourself in a relate no in relationships yeah What's different from that fairy tale that you believe? Listen, yo, this world is rugged. I'm telling you, if you're not tough yet, you're just gonna fall. Because hmm, we expect it to be just that. Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's yeah, it. But before you get to yes, I do, guys, you're gonna kiss many frogs. Mm, mm. Jesus, there's some people that would just. I want. think that's both boys and girls. Yes, both. That's why I didn't say judges. I didn't say boys. I didn't say about no, boys. No, because I'm trying to make sure because like we're girls. No, we're going to say men are scum. But yeah, some yeah. women, my God, yo, yo. they're the scum of the earth. Uh-huh. They're a lot of trash fans. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I said some. Oh I said some. Okay. I didn't say all. Oh, okay. Some more. Listen, very important, yeah. I don't like this thing where people say, oh, it's men are this, men are that, or women are this, women are that. Everybody here is sad, scum in some way because even me, I must have been scum to somebody one mm. time. I don't know, I'm not sure, but there's a possibility that someone will come and tell me that I was scum to them. I hope I'm, I wasn't. Maybe you were. <laughs> it's true. It's true. true. You know, in your own mind, all you, of were, us you have, were just good. All of us have bad sides and toxic traits and that's bad it. Behaviors, so. Yeah, you can imagine someone that's so much in love with you that says, Oh, I love you so much. Mm. Just be mine. Just be mine. And you look at this person from head to toe, you're like, how dare you? Ew. How dare you talk to me? You get like, the ick. Do you get what I mean? The ick. Once you get it, you can't lose it. And I'm telling you the truth. When Leanne said that thing on Love Island, I thought she was lying. And then when I, I know, back, I felt it. No, I didn't even I have to back, rewind. I saw it. I felt I it. back to my head. I said, like, yeah, it's true. The ick. <laughs> because I had it for this guy. And he was so lovely. Like, he was such a nice person. And I tried everything mm-hmm. to be nice to him. And I was just like, oh. Mm. So have you ever had the ick for someone she must have yeah Yeah. you must have every girl has got it yeah well me my relationship history is more of i grew up in a sheltered environment hit secondary school and i just there was just one guy that i just he was in the same year i think year seven i I joined year seven halfway through Mm -hmm. so i just remember seeing this guy and then i just thought he's cute but in like your, wait, wait, wait. So in year seven, you're like, what, 11 years old? Yeah. And you're looking at a guy thinking... Well, yeah, hey. listen, my son just told me today. First, my, my neighbour was jogging. My son is 10. My neighbour was jogging <clears throat> and my the, the doors to the garden were open. So he's using the other side of the garden. So my garden is quite huge. So um, I showed the kids on FaceTime 
and my son's in the background so when I said oh that's my neighbor because he said good morning so I was like oh good morning here my son is your neighbor cute my son is 10 he has never said anything. Yeah, but he prob- like he has probably heard it from somewhere. <laughs> no, 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 the kids of these days. Kids, never, not, never, not kids they're not pick the same up, as we ours. We pick up on things anyway. They're so, not the same like, as ours. But even then, we pick up, you know, just as human beings, you pick up on stuff. Like, yeah. I remember when I was young, I used to know who was cute and who wasn't cute. Like, as in, in school, who of course. I found of course, attractive. Yeah. Because I think no, I don't think what beauty is in the highest of the beholder. Oh, she's so beautiful with her nice beads. Yeah, but what I'm saying is essentially like I think that we as human beings have the ability to know when we're attracted to something. You know what I mean? I was very You don't know that. You don't know Yeah. could have looked at you and thought, Oh she's Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? You probably don't know that because when I was in school, secondary school, I liked some boys, but I never said it out loud because to me, I just felt like boys were a distraction. Mm. Honestly, I honestly, in secondary school, even at uni, I always thought boys were just a distraction. When I'm studying, boys are a yeah. distraction. Mm-hmm. It's just something I have instilled mm. in me, literally. But I found them cute. I'll be like, in my head, I'll be like, oh, he's cute. Or my friend will be like, what do you think of him? I'll be like, yeah, he's mm. cute. Oh, he's ugly, whatever. But I wouldn't go ahead and try yeah. pursue anything because I'm just like I'm gonna you get into have that. No interest. Yeah, yeah, it's so much drama. They're gonna want to hang out with you. Sometimes I'm I'm not even allowed to come out. Mm. It's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. So so yeah, secondary school was literally that time where it was like okay now people like each yeah, other. Yeah, like, yeah. I, the thing is, I went to secondary school in Manchester, so their dynamics, Whoa. you know, culturally, it was a predominantly a white British school. So you did have some black people, but it was very few. In my year, me and one other guy were the only two fully black <clears throat> people in our year. And then you did have obviously mixed race people, some were either half, half, like half black, half white. Yeah. So half black, half white, or it could be like, you know, one parent is um, half Asian. white, half black, and then their other parent is fully white. Yeah. So then, the, you know, the, 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 the genes kind of dilute over time. Yeah. So <clears throat> essentially, Culturally, they weren't like me. No one was from Uganda. They were either the mixed race people I knew were from Barbados, but even then, still, the culture is different. Yeah, it's generally a British culture. So when I started seeing, you know, I started noticing that people dated so and so, and it would be this thing of, oh, so and so is going out with so and so. So I was looking and watching these dynamics, like, oh, okay, cool. So they have boyfriend and girlfriend in school. Oh, but it was still foreign to me. Yeah. No, it wasn't like, oh, I want that. But then when I would see guys that are cute, I'd be like, oh, he's cute, he's, he's cute. cute, he's cute, he's cute. So yeah, year nine, you know, you start yeah, to that's hit. That's boyfriend You know them, yeah, year nine-ish is when you start. Because year eight, you just want to play games. Year seven, I can't even relate to that. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I was so in love. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> year nine, I can't lie. Year nine is when people started losing their virginity. Whoa, 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 whoa. Year nine, you're like 13, 14. Yeah, yeah that's when many people did. Some people yeah. like, yeah, already lost it. But I did it. So, no, my one, I wasn't, you know, <clears throat> I wasn't. I remember, he, I remember when one of the first people, and she was one of my, um, the first people that I got introduced to that I was quite close to. When I heard she lost her virginity, I don't know what happened. It was almost like a wave. Mm. Everybody just, it was like a trend. Like everybody just started well, to lose their virginity. Your Girl, no, I'm blessed for a virgin, please. Me too. <laughs> High five. There you go. I am so happy I for you too. You didn't? 
Alex got a I'm telling you, boys were destruction, and that's the question you asked me. There was the odd little kiss here, there, but it wasn't, it weren't serious. Yeah, I, I had my first kiss at 13 as well. I was so strict. Every time he kissed me, I'd be like, no, I don't want to lose my virginity. I didn't even know how to kiss. I didn't, I didn't know how to kiss. Oh my God. Let me tell you a little, embarrassing moment, but this was to show you how much I was so unaware. So obviously we moved to this country and I have sensitive lips. So yeah. my lips get dry quick yeah. in the winter. So... There was one guy who I think he he liked me and he would tell my friends that he liked me. I didn't really like him that much. I think I just liked the fact that he liked me. Yeah, mm. there's that as well. So yeah, we, we one day we, this was after school mm-hmm. was at my friend's house and he came down. When I say I don't even remember why or how I went to go and kiss. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Basically, it happened. The boy said to I think he didn't tell me on that. He didn't tell me straight away. But he, I think either he told me another time, either he told me or he told one of my friends and he said, her lips were like sandpaper because her oh lips were dry. Oh my gosh. Oh. You know, I have a, I sandpaper. Have a, that's so sad. <laughs> no, no, that's, listen, <laughs> it is sad because some idiot like Wait, 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 what? That's so you. sad. It's yeah, but fair. teenagers, kids are mean anyway. Like, no, no, no. But he was one of... It, but yeah, but you're young. We're 14, 15. Like, what knowledge do we have of this? Is why I stayed away from psychology? them. Of course. So that was one of those. That's, that's one of the things that it's just an indication. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was. Where doing. was this guy from? Girl, British English. What is British English? This, this white English. Yes, white Caucasian. Oh, no, no, no. no. At least, at least, at least, yeah, girl. At least that was a kiss. It's not as yeah. painful as when you I didn't like him. I didn't like him. Anyway. Oh, she was an amateur. What did you expect? A poster? Uh, but what I'm saying, essentially, my point Maybe. is, yeah. <laughs> the hate you. I did not know what I was doing and neither was I trying to go investigate and go quick, quick, quick. Yeah. There was a lot of, basically, a lot of stupidness that girls, boys, everybody was doing. Do you understand? Yes. So people were having unprotected sex. No one got, I remember one girl got pregnant, but she left the school. As mm. soon as she got pregnant, and I think she told someone, and obviously, you know, words get around because children don't know how to keep secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when she got pregnant, she left. It was immediate leave, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise, you'll get bullied. And that's, that's actually, I think being in a popular group in school didn't make me think outside of the box. It was just whatever's going so on. So you were the trend like in school? Well, oh, as I, in, I was. I was. I was like, fortunate. I know everyone. I know. I knew everyone. I, I, I was... knew everyone, but from the <laughs> color, right? I didn't. I used. To, I can greet anybody. Yeah. Let me. Let me put it that I way. Not, I was not one of them. Good. Like, I just. Oh, I got the main girls in school. I wasn't there. Yeah. I was just in the corner, but I knew everybody, and I used to watch everybody from a distance, and I knew everybody's secret from mm. me now. Yeah. No, I, I just. Girl. I just got introduced to the when when I went. The head teacher introduced me to to a pupil who was a part of the popular group so, so it was like i happened. get yeah but no, i wasn't you're like, in. yeah they i wouldn't that say that i was though. oh my god i had so many friends that i just managed to fit into the right group yeah <laughs> and they then, did that yeah. with me too but the thing is i didn't like people that bullied others and the popular group that i was put in they were i think that's yeah and the minute i when i came in she was they were trying to cover so when i came in i was dressed in like mufti and mm. um, it was nigeria still i went to all my i went to school in nigeria before okay. i came here so i was in mufti and what I was what's wearing mufti that day, that's like like your own clothes okay yeah yeah i was in my uniform because obviously i was new and what i was wearing was one of these posh well, my mom lived in the uk but i lived in nigeria 
So what I used to wear was things that she sent from abroad, and it was obvious compared to what mm. they sent in Nigeria. When mm. you see it, you know. Mm. Now, from back then, now at least you can see some things that are similar. Mm. But back then, if you see, you just know, oh, this one mm. is expensive. And those girls were very happy to put me in their group. Mm. And the first few days I was in the group, like cool and everything, and then I saw them bully someone, and I couldn't take it, and I stood up to her. And she yeah. was like, you're supposed to be on my side. And I said, why? Not with that behavior, well, thank you very much. I was like, why? But you're wrong. And mm. when I did that, she didn't like it. And that was when she, she now pitched everybody else against me, like everybody else in the group mm. or whatever. I was like, you fuck off your group, sorry. Language, mm. but no worries, yeah, yeah, your group can go to hell. And that was it. And, you know, I became one of the girls that were friends with the people that nobody liked. Yeah. And me, I liked my friends. So if you try anything, I'll give it to you there. Hot, ah, hot, hot. That's mm-hmm. me now. <laughs> me then was like, you know, as soon as you hit into the popular group, yeah, you just feel comfortable. Yeah. How, what, what, you, you, you don't have to worry about. The what changed? How did you become to this you now? Like someone who would go out just, your way to defend it's other just people. Life, learning, healing. Yeah. Um, I think also it was a huge distraction like the time that i moved to this country because i was quite young yeah so it was a huge distraction migrating because my mom didn't actually take me through that process to say we are moving and we're going to live here there was nothing no conversations of that it's just okay come eat let's go here you know it was just daily life i mean you can't really blame her not really but also there is a a responsibility i mean yeah to make sure that that you're coaching your child through life because they're going to go through experiences that are challenging and what you do in your home is not how the whole world is so you do need to kind of teach a child i mean have an open relationship so that they know if they've got some problem there you know what you know what i realized that stuff is really easy to say from where you're standing Mm. because you've experienced you've learned whereas they only had they only had the knowledge from where they're coming from where you just said you had a sheltered childhood Mm -hmm. there was no communication what makes you think you came to the uk then you have like an open relationship it's still gonna stay the same it's Mm. just a different environment yeah but that's the thing is that like you you breaking down the history and the patterns and you know the pathology from where we come from yeah like now i have a deeper understanding of it because i now know my mom but at the time i didn't so all i know is from the minute that maybe from the youngest memory i possibly have of me being nay high do you know what i mean like all you know is what your mom shows you so if you see your mom's a high achiever, she's getting good money, she's driving around That's in a good car, mm-hmm. she's got, like, she, my dad came from a good family of high achievers. So my life was, Chris, like, I didn't have to worry about nothing back home in Uganda. The only thing, apparently, now speaking to people who I grew up with back home, mm-hmm. they now say, oh, Catherine, you used to have homework that was piled, like, you couldn't even come out and play, like, life was strict. But I was so used to it because you I didn't see it as a yeah hindrance. When I come home, I'm getting spoiled. Like I'm getting spoiled at grandma's. I'm getting spoiled at mom. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I have everything I want. So going into a secondary school environment, then obviously going into a group of popular people, you're going to live in a bit of a bubble because I would I would say a... I would say prior to from what you said prior to you going to secondary school, mm. you were living in a bubble. And then you went to secondary school, just yeah. like anyone would go to uni, and then they discover yeah. a new life. And like, oh, yeah. the world is that's, like this. That's when people get like exactly. lost. Exactly. Sorry. So you went off to secondary school, like, 
your eyes open and you're like oh sh- mm-hmm. oh my god like what's well, happening at home in, in through, throughout secondary school and this is the reason why i stayed a virgin because yeah. i started watching people's behavior and i'm thinking you're moving mad yes the thing is like i used to think it but i wouldn't say it to I my friends I because it, it was such a culture like as it was like as in people were doing all kind of anyway all kind anyway, of sexual I, things in different places you'd oh hear my all God, kind of I this saw that, a post other. a few days ago when they said at least because of covid people will stop sucking dick on the, the yes and i'm like oh my god wait, the kids is, do that who said it's stopping people you, i grew up in manchester please go and look at, on on the news when you have time or google it or something it was reported exactly what she just said in the news because that's that's the town yeah. it's deprived of like for example youth um youth clubs yeah like, closing down by year nine ish like there was no funding poured into them anymore yeah. but we did go to youth club i went but to youth club as well the, the the town was quite small and the activities for children and teenagers mainly for teenagers were just rare mm. so alcohol weed um clubbing that type of stuff was just a common thing you go to school monday to friday from friday saturday and even maybe sunday but sunday's normally sunday dinner chill that type of day mm-hmm. so friday saturday you're drinking alcohol going out with your friends and smoking weed or going clubbing like mm-hmm. i was like raving in year nine well you were so lucky lucky well the thing is i I would okay okay lucky in the sense that i got to do it and i'm over i would i think that's you know i'm using wrong word you you weren't lucky but to me then you would have been lucky because i wasn't allowed out i went to uni school in uganda i went to uni because i went to uni in nigeria and it was like four years Mm. first year second year i didn't even go anywhere because the club third year at uni yeah Third year, I had this um, program where I was a committee member to host an event. Mm. So because of that, I had to go with some people to get a, um, a sponsor. Mm. That's why I went to the club for the first time. That is why I went to the club. Even though I wouldn't have gone. Mm. When I went to the club, I was like, oh, this is where the love is Even my heart still remembers how happy I used to feel, yo. Because it was one of those things where it was like, okay, we have friends, not my friends, have older friends or older maybe cousins, sisters, who are going out. So obviously, what's the older cousins and older girls going to do? They're going to tell you what to wear. They're going to give you their clothes. They're going to give you their heels or say, oh, this jewelry, that, whatever. Oh, wear this, wear that. Let me tell you, we all had each other's backs when it came to that. If it meant moving from Manchester to go to Leeds or Huddersfield or Coventry, wherever, because I used to, we used to go out. It was a baseline era. Yeah. So baseline was popping in the Midlands and the North that time. When I say, because obviously at, the people in those crowds are in their twenties. Yeah. <laughs> We're here in our thirties, fourteen. Oh, MySpace days, girl. We were just trying to be older than what. We were. Yeah, that's what it is. Cause I, I think, I think I had to. I, I, I lived. Okay, I would say, you know, when you say sheltered, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say kind of as well. Cause my dad was very, very strict, and he doesn't mind breaking your legs. If you mm-hmm. went crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> I lived in a very. I also lived in like a sheltered kind of thing. But mm-hmm. the difference is, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you say you were spoiled. Mm-hmm. Spoiled, yeah. In one person's house, mm-hmm. my mother's house. Bele, who didn't live the lives. 
So you see how we're talking about how like going through um secondary school like I was like oh boys no. So come 18. Independent woman. Yes. Independent woman, I can do I can whatever do what I, want. I want. And guess what? I'm I'm I live by myself. Mm. I parted to tw- 21 and I was fed up. Literally parted every weekend I'll be out. And by when I turned 21, I was like I am done. I am mm. done. I won't be doing this as often. I remember there's times we went out together. (laughs) And then there's times when I was at uni, I'll even go on Mondays. Yes. I'll be in a club on Mondays. And you know what? Do you know what that cause is? Because when you're younger, you're sheltered and you're not let out. You're not like allowed to go mingle with your friends or... Which was in a way now, I'm, I'm very appreciative of that now that i'm an adult because yeah, had you, i i yeah. probably would have have like 100 kids and no, it was, <laughs> you, might not, you might not have kids you might not you might be yeah. a pro maybe like kids, i don't know yeah. i'm trying to think i'm trying to think yeah that. but you but know, I know you, that's why i'm laughing yeah because i would have been out on the streets like doing the most but because of like i was a little bit because i was a little bit sheltered yeah. I, I knew the balance i was like okay now i've done too much mm. I know what life is. I know how to yeah. get back to have a balanced life. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only reason why I go to clubs is because I like to dance. Yeah. I don't know. Oh to yeah, dance you do so. love to dance. I don't know how to dance, so, but oh, I love dancing. She loves dancing. So when you put music, yeah, yeah I'm on the floor. Yeah. I'm not one of them girls that you take the club and they sit down. Hey, I'm the sitting down it. type. I'm on the floor the whole night, going, you know, breaking my back and doing everything. But we all we all have that moment of like realizing that okay, we like this party lifestyle but yeah. it's not it can't be every day like it's I still not real mm. life I'm not club the, but then also implementing its benefits somehow into your life now yeah i now know as much as i don't do the raving because i can't agree with just certain things that people do and i'm, I'm from young trying to be older than what i was i was always trying to be too too perfect and classy 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 so when i'm around certain people i'm like this ain't this ain't for me this is, you know, I know what I like basically. Mm. But now I know that I need to have fun because I can't just be this whole thing of, oh, well, I don't do this, I don't do that. And then, yeah. people, then people that move like this, and they move like, because listen, I went the raving scene that the baseline scene had its good and its bad. And there was a lot of drugs in the scene. Do you know what I mean? People were taking cocaine, MDMA, all kinds of things in there. So there's certain things that I'm like, even though it's tempting and it's like, oh, yeah, this is fun, it makes you feel like this. You can take it, but then it's like, nah, that's really not I what want I want to yeah. do. Yeah. Because in that moment, you're just doing that for that temporary fun, and it doesn't really give you joy. Because what happens is when you get when you get that feeling, and you like that feeling, you want to take it mm-hmm. again and again, and that's how addiction comes about. Yep. So that concludes part one. Thank you so much for listening and supporting TG Your Podcast. Um, I also want to thank um, Kathy and Bernice for joining me. Part two will definitely be up very soon as the conversation continues. Don't miss that. 
um, don't forget to subscribe and follow me on social media that whether that's uh, Instagram um, Facebook even my um, YouTube channel so yeah thank you very much that's TQ podcast that's good all bye